Hello, everybody. So before we get into the episode with ADK Fun Police, I just wanted to give you all a heads up that they, we had some technical difficulty uh, with the episode. In true Rocks and Roots fashion, we were recording from the car on Zoom and we had some cutting in and out, but then we decided to change it to a phone call, which worked so much better. So you are warned. The interview still, I thought, went real well. And we were so glad to have Mike from ADK Fun Police with us and look forward to having him on the show once again. So without further ado, here's the episode. to the Rocks and Roots podcast and we have an extra special special episode as all of our episodes are extra special. Not only because we are stuck in traffic on NJ295 South going towards Camden, the safest place in the United States, but we have the one, the only, his pronouns are he, him, his, Mike from ADK Police. Fun Police. A- yes, A-K yes, A-K we are fun. fun. It's always fun. Fun police. Hello, Mike. How are you? Doing good, guys. How's it going? Fantastic. We are very, very happy to have you on. We follow you all the time. You are primarily how we get our Catskills and Adirondack trail conditions and news. That's, that's great to hear, you know. When, when, a, when a meme account can, can do some good and, and, and spread some actual, you know, news, that's, uh, that's, that's a good thing. Absolutely. You know, when I, I look at the, the trail reports, I, I look up and I'm like, oh, it's ADK Fun Police putting that up. So thank you so much. We learned so much. Yeah, happy to. That's kind of become the goal. Is that, You know, it started off as kind of a tongue-in-cheek kind of, kind of fun thing. It turned into a way to really, you know, get the word out and, and you know we've, we've seen it happen a few times whether it's uh you know what, what's going on you know what, what, what's the mud like you know are you gonna sink up to your knees or your your hips you know um or, or other things like you know literally solving crimes I mean, you know thinking back to the uh this guy who um you know spray painted the lead wing to up in the Catskills. so it's been it's been a wild ride oh i bet awesome we definitely want to get to that story um but let's start from the beginning. Just how long have you been hiking? What got you into this region in particular? Yeah, so I'm, I'm born and raised. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm fighting a cold. So I got a, pro- a little bit of a frog in my throat. Uh, I'll try not to send it to you guys. Although you guys drive to Camden, you got you got bigger worries. But. Yeah, we got bigger problems. <laughs> um, yeah, I got uh, so, so yeah. Born and raised in Glen Falls, right in the foothills of the Adirondacks. Uh, grew up. Uh, camping on Lake George, you know, we have a family place up up north near near Topper. So the Adirondacks have, have been, you know, omnipresent in in my life. I've probably hiked Buck Mountain, you know, over a hundred times if you count them all. Um, but uh, yeah, so h- hiking, camping, you know, being in the outdoors has, has been a, a lifetime, you know, a part of my life for, for my whole lifetime. So um, you know, I'm lucky that you know my, my wife enjoys it too, and it's uh, it's a thing that we can share together. But but yeah, it's been something I've. I've always done. Sometimes I like it more than other times, um, you know, but uh, no, I just, uh, it's really a part of who I am. Awesome. 
So, have you completed a round of 46? No, I have not. I think at last count, I'm at about 28. Okay. Um, you know, we, we were pushing hard around COVID time. You know, we were, we were knocking out a lot of people. I think we did, you know, six in one week, one time. So, we, we were really pushing hard. And then it got the, you know, we got the ones that are, you know, all the highlights. Then I'm looking at, you know, some of these hikes, and I'm like, well, I can go to Allen's or go do Giants again. You know, it's kind of, uh, there's so many, I mean, there's there's so much, I think some of my urgency to do it um, has kind of faded, Uh, you know, I've kind of become, at least in in this part of my life, you know, if I'm going to be in the woods, I want to, you know, do something I'm really going to be able to to savor, because it's, you know, it's not as easy to get out there, you know, between work and and other commitments, it's not always as easy to to get out there, so I'm going to try to make the most of of my time out there, plus, uh, I I really don't like hiking when it's really hot out, I I, I sweat a lot, I, I have I, I'm very bad at regulating my own temperature, so we, we try to canoe and paddle a lot in the summer and, and get a lot of our hiking in in the fall and, and winter. Um, but obviously, winter hiking can, you know, you're, you're doing a much shorter day in a smaller room for, for air. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of a smaller window to, to try to knock them out. Yeah, that kind of sounds like us with the Appalachian Trail. During COVID, we were banging out hundreds of miles, and then since then, exactly like you said, it's Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. There's other hikes to do. So we totally, yep, yep. totally get that. Um, so what, talk to us a little bit about the Instagram account for those people that don't know. How would you describe the account itself? That's, that's a tough question. So it started out, the, the fun police kind of started out on Reddit. It was a subreddit page that kind of formed, you know, there, there was, in the Adirondacks Reddit page, there, there, you know, people would post things that didn't necessarily abide by leave no trace or, or were, you know, less than respectful of, of other hikers or, or outdoor ethics. And, you know, you get in these discussions with people and, and people are like, oh, you're from the fun police and this and that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. you know, <laughs> I, I can't be my painted rock here or whatever. And so it kind of started as a joke, like, oh, well, this is where we're going to go. You know, it's going to be our, our safe space to complain about, you know, leave no trace principles and, and people not abiding by them. And it, it kind of went, you know, I thought it had like, you know, 20, 30 people in it. And then all of a sudden it got to like 1,500. I'm like, holy cow, oh, like, yeah. there's, there's some support for whatever this, this idea is. So, um, you know, Instagram's more my bread and butter than Reddit is. So I moved it over to Instagram after a few months and it, it kind of blew up from there. Um, but yeah, so what is the fun police? I mean, you know, early on, I, I think when the follower base was smaller, I think we were a little more, you know, kind of. Uh, belligerent, you know, we'd be much more like, you know, taking people on, taking on influencers that are, you know, doing things they shouldn't be doing. Um, but I think as the reach has grown, I, I've tried to, you know, cultivate, you know, more of a, of a, of a mission statement and, and a plan of action for how to, how to address people, you know, how to, how to convey messages and, and educational uh, content, that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, so the, the account as it currently stands is I would say a blend of, of memes and jokes and, and comical content um, news uh, you know we've got some great media publications later Adirondacks you know the Explorer uh, you know public radio up there is very good but you know they're they have the staffing they have and obviously that that, that moves at a slower pace than, than social media does so I'm able to you know get things out there you know almost in- instantaneously as soon as i hear about them so you know the vandalism at marcy field from from uh, a few days ago we, you know we heard about it and then oh, you know yeah. within an hour we, we had a, um so yeah so it's a mix it, it, it's memes and comedy it's news and then it's also you know kind of some educational messaging so 
it's so people will send me things they observe of people doing something that they're not supposed to do in the park. You know, some things are, are we'll see, you know, seemingly innocuous things like having a dog off leash, uh, you know, above 4,000 4, feet or, you know, uh, at, a, at a campsite. Um, you know, or, or more serious things like graffiti or, you know, un, un, unlawful fires, uh, th- things like that. And generally my MO is when I receive that sort of tip, I guess we call it, I'll send the person a nice message. Hey, this is what's going on. Uh, you know, here's the rule. You know, I'm sure you weren't aware. You know, I, I love the park as you clearly do too. So have a nice day. And right. the vast majority of the time people are like, oh, geez, I didn't know. Thanks for the heads up. Um, and if that's the case, you know, case closed, I don't do anything else with it. Um, but the other hand, you know, the, the other uh, 10% of the time is when it gets kind of fun, where people either will curse me out, block me, you know, do, do whatever they'll do. And at that point, I will share it to the public. And what I'm sharing is always public. It's always something someone else has already shared. Um, and it just brings attention to that post, uh, to the button police followers. And then, you know, from there, people will do what they do and, and reach out and kind of leveraging peer pressure in a way to, you know, Simply let these people know that what you're doing, your society doesn't doesn't like. Yes. Um, you know, to, to say in so many words. <laughs> yeah, it's it serves as it's a good reminder for everybody. You know, the 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 dog. I mean, we don't have dogs. Uh, I didn't really know that you were not supposed to have a dog off leash. I mean, we we always say, you know, just best practices on the Appalachian Trail: leash your dog because some people may not like animals. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's probably, you know, there's a gray area with a lot of stuff, too, because we have, you know, we have the regulations that DEC puts out that, are, that have the force of law. We have laws themselves. And then we have, you know, kind of, aside from the, the written law, we have, you know, ethical, you know, obligations to, to each other and our fellow users of public lands. We have legal trace principles, you know. Things like leaching a, leaching a dog is required in some instances. But really, unless your dog is really under voice control, you should probably leash it all the time because, yes, yeah, some people have dogs that, you know, might not be dog-friendly or might have a, might be scared of dogs. And, you know, your dog might be the most friendly in the world, but not everybody knows that. So, so yeah, there's certain, you know, kind of ethical norms that, that you know, we, we kind of expect as well. Um, you know, I don't generally reach out to people for those sort of things, but it's certainly an ongoing topic of discussion uh, with the fun police as far as, you know, what, what are those norms and how do we, you know, how do we promote them? Right. And the way that you bring this to people's attention through memes and humor is far more interesting. And last I checked, you had over 6,000 followers on Instagram, so it is working. It's far better than just a straight, like, national parks or DEOC type straight messaging that people ignore. People don't ignore comedy. And also, people don't ignore shame. I think that's something in our society that we have gotten away from. We're so afraid to shame anyone. And as a result, people just do whatever the hell they want. Like there's nothing wrong with, as long as you're not being vicious, which you're not, there's nothing wrong with a little shame. Like, Hey, don't be doing this. And presenting it in a humorous way is a fantastic way of doing it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, and it's kind of become that way. You know, like I said earlier, it's important to me that anything that I share that is going to be, you know, for, for the purpose of shaming someone is already public. You know, this is yep. something that they have shared to the public that they're promoting, and, and oftentimes these people have large follower bases, and they're doing it because they, they want attention, they want that positive attention. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If what you're doing is harmful to public land or to other uses of public land, well, 
we get to comment on it because it's, it's all of our land, right? Um, so that, that's, yeah, I'm very comfortable. Exactly, yeah. So I'm, I'm very comfortable doing that and taking that approach because I, I agree, you know, a healthy dose of, you know, whether it's shame, peer pressure, whatever you want to call it, it is effective in, in communicating that message to people. And I've had a number of people, I mean, more, more than 10, um, that after reaching out to them in a, you know, they block me or they curse me out, then I do a post. Yeah. Then they get a hundred comments that say, "Hey, don't don't do what you're doing." They unblock me and say, "Wow, I had no idea that was such an issue." You know, but thanks for reaching out. Now I know. Now I'm going to be a better steward. And, and you know that that doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, most people don't come back um, after that, but it, it, it does happen. I, I made a point of it. You know, and actually, so we just hit seven thousand followers uh, yesterday. Congratulations! Um, is, th- th- thank you. Yeah, it, it keeps keeps on going. Um, but uh, messaging about that, there's a way to engage people <clears throat> uh, about outdoor ethics. It's been kind of pioneered by, you know, Leave No Trace Center and some of these other organizations, but it's called authority of the resource. And I always tell people, like, if you're not comfortable engaging people, don't. But, you know, as a user of, of public land, you have a, a right, not an obligation, you have a right to, to, to engage people that are doing something harmful. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, we had a guy hitting golf balls into the Cascade Lake, um, <laughs> you know, a year or so, and someone confronted him. Granted, they confronted very angrily, but, you know, what authority the resource is, is it's kind of a way to engage people that are partaking in harmful behavior. It says, hey, like, listen, like, you know, clearly you like, clearly you appreciate where you are. You know, you're here, you came to the Adirondack Park, you came to this spot because you you enjoy it, you enjoy it, you know, you, you want to enjoy the content of it. Um, but, hey, you know, I see you're flying a drone at Indian Head. Well, you know, did you know drones are, are unlawful? You know, here's why. You know, not just saying, oh, you asked all your, you know, find a drone where you shouldn't be, but it's really engaging them on, on a, you know, standing next to them as opposed to looking directly at them. And, and so I try to use that strategy and I try to encourage my followers to use that strategy. And, and the vast majority comply with that and, and have, have great success in it. Um, but that's something, you know, again, with 7,000 followers, it's not always going to be clean. Some people are, you know, they go rogue. And <laughs> I, I will delete comments out of people that I need to that are not being you know, that are not, you know, kind of towing the line as far as how to engage people. You know, right. we don't want people to, you know, that, that's just not, that's not something I, I tolerate. Or, um, you know, some people say what I do is bullying. I, I think, you know, you made the distinction, a little bit of, you know, peer pre- pressuring and, and, and social pressure to bring attention to things that are already public. I don't think it's bullying. I mean, it's you not. know, but yeah, so, some people say it is, but I, I, I disagree. Yeah, like I said, like we used to be comfortable doing this with each other in society, kind of policing each other, and we've gotten so PC, everyone is more concerned with people's feelings than doing the right thing, so then when people see genuine, proper social pressure, they conflate it with bullying. But well, yeah, we don't also, now, now it's the whole thing also with being canceled. Yes. And... And if, if you go up to somebody, you know, phys- in, in person, oh, will they have a weapon? What are they going to do? Are they, are, you know, are they going to lash back at yeah. me? You know, it's, it's, that, it's that fear. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of, so, so a couple quick anecdotes. I, I had um, one guy, uh, he, he was kind of a, a jerk to begin with. But then, uh, you know, I, I, there was a picture that was sent to me of him flying a Confederate flag <laughs> at, at a campground on public land. And I was like, nope, like, sorry, I, I got a problem with that. You know? So I called him out for it. And- you know, he started doing all these memes, talking about, you know, doing a written house on me and taking pictures with guns and, and stuff. So, so yeah, uh, it, it's, you know, some people out there are kind of kind of nuts. Um, 
you, you know, that, that his account got hacked, I think, which was <laughs> funny, but... Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, you mentioned that your account actually helped solve a crime with graffiti. Can you give us the details on that? Zoom is Zoom sometimes on, the, on my phone, because uh, I was dialing into Zoom, because um, I don't know if my app's never updated, but anyway, here I am. Okay, great. So, sorry, folks, a little bit of technical difficulty, but we are back up and running and uh, on old school phone call right now. <laughs> so, here we are. <laughs> so, we've said it now three times. Go tell your story. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, yes, I, I'll, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. So. All right. The, someone had sent me a, a post that someone had done uh, that depicted a lot of graffiti all over the side of the John Rob lean to and on our big rock next to it. And I'm like, what the hell? Um, so I messaged the guy. I post about it. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he's, he's a weird dude. This, this guy's very strange. He's, he's from downstate. I guess he's, he's like a, you know, fancy himself a graffiti artist. Um, but he starts to, you know, people are commenting on him. He's, he's engaging everybody. He's, you know, cursing people out. It's, it's, it's getting wild. Um, and so eventually he's like the, the next day, a couple days later, he starts a live stream where he's saying he's going to go up Hunter mountain to clean off the graffiti. Okay. Okay. Now he starts driving up Hunter mountain, the ski area, the trails with his truck. Uh, oh, so we're compounding yeah. the crimes. <laughs> yes, yes. So he's driving up there. He gets up there, and he takes out a sander, and he's sanding the rock. He's sanding the lean-to, again, making things, you know, much worse than, than he was doing. And he started the whole time he's ranting, oh, it looked better before, you know, and just, just you know, he's he's trying to do the right thing, but kind of being a, an, an asshole, asshole about it. So, it's, <laughs> yeah. So so I find the, the contact for the, for the ranger in the area. And I reach out and say, hey, by the way, some guy, like, drove, you know, the guy who did the graffiti the other day is now back at the spot, drove his car up there. So, uh, hunt him out in his live trail cameras that you can watch. Um, so, as this guy's descending, he gets the car stuck in some of the snow that's still there. Oh, this was, <laughs> this was like, I think it was early ski season, so they, they weren't open yet, but I think they were making snow. So, he gets his truck stuck in the snow. The rangers and state police go up there and pull him out, get him down to the bottom, and then they give him a ticket. Actually, they, I think they arrested him. I don't think they gave him a ticket. I think oh, they arrested him at that point for trespass. And, and so, so just just a wild, uh, you know, everyone, you know, a few thousand followers at that point. Everyone's on the seat of their pants watching all this happen live. <laughs> it was it was crazy. You know, the Times Union did an article about it. Uh, it was, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it got, it got, it got some press. Uh, you know, it was on the D.C. Ranger reports and all that. So that was, uh, you know, it was just one of those things where the – the you know the ability to respond quickly to to tips and to you know get in touch with a ranger and and get resources where they need to be you know we were able to to get that done and it was because we were able to kind of crowdsource and, and work together you know one person identified graffiti one person saw he was going back up there um so it was really a group effort to, to get that done and you know the, he he uh, he learned his lesson and uh we were able to convey that lesson to you know whoever tuned in and that is, as you mentioned, that's something that the rangers just are not able to do. They do not have the resources. So I like um, that, you know, private individuals and your account working alongside can get stuff done. Exactly. And, you know, we all, it goes without saying that the, we don't have enough rangers. Our rangers don't have enough resources to do everything that they should be doing. They're in a, they're an elite group. 
They do a fantastic job with what they do, but, you know, they, they could use more support. Um, and, 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 you know, public awareness of what they're doing is important because it all starts with the, with the legislature and, and with dispersing funding. So, um, you know, that, that, that's one of the things I try to do is, uh, you know, there's a few rangers I regularly interact with. And I say, listen, I'm here to support you guys. Is there anything I can do, any messaging, you know, let me know because I'm happy to do it. And, um, you know, through the account, I have those contacts where I have, you know, some, some you know, I mean, all their cell numbers are on the Internet, but I have some you know, some contacts that I use. And I always tell people, listen, if you're not comfortable talking to law enforcement for whatever reason or you're nervous, but you know something's going on, let me know. I'll be an intermediary. I will I will get the people, I will get the information where it needs to go. I'm happy to do that. And there's been a few instances where, you know, where we've done that. Um, you know, going back early on in the, you know, this was very early in the account, but someone was coming down from Cascade and saw someone pitching a tent right at the summit of Cascade. Now, you can't do that. You, you can't, what is it? You can't camp above, I think, so 3,500 feet or 4,000 feet? I don't know. 3,500. Yeah. So obviously Cascade, he's, he's over 4,000. Um, so we, I was able to get in touch with the ranger. Rangers got there, and actually the person who had contacted me when they were still on the hill um, actually saw the ranger at the bottom of the hill uh, starting to hike up. So the ranger hiked up, gave him a ticket, told him unpack, head down the mountain, you can't stay here. So that was early on an instance of where we were able to, you know, um, step in and, and get information to the rangers to kind of you know help them do their jobs because these guys aren't sitting on, on on instagram or facebook you know they're out there doing True. doing more important stuff fighting more wildfires and, and that sort of thing now <clears throat> amongst your these are success stories for sure have you received any backlash uh for what you do yeah, um, sure. Um, you know, every so often, I, I've probably got, I, I could look at my block list, I've probably got like 20 or 30 blocked accounts <laughs> of people who, you know, I, I don't know what it is, um, you know, a weird blend of, you know, the, the, I call it the kind of hike your own hike crowd. And I'm all for that. You know, I don't want to tell anyone how to experience the, the woods. But, you know, again, as, as a society, we've, we've come up with norms and, and rules and laws that we expect each other to follow. And I don't think it's too much to ask. But some people don't like that. They, they think that, you know, they should just be left alone or or that, you know, drones aren't really hurting anybody or, you know, there's a, there's a few different population segments that over time, you know, have left nasty comments or something like that. And generally, my, my approach is screenshot the comment, you know, block them and go on my life you know because a lot of times they're not worth engaging with um and uh sometimes if this comment's really good i'll, I'll share the screenshot of it because it's worth a laugh or two but you know other than that um I, I don't i don't really engage with with the nastier people i mean there's been people you know and people that are some of my longest time followers supporters that have had you know constructive discussions with over you know what you know what is worth addressing what's not and, mm -hmm. and you know some people a comment i get a lot is Oh, is this the worst thing we have in the woods? Like, is, isn't there something else we'd be concerning ourselves with? And I'm like, well, sure, you know, but we can also be, we can also care about this. Yes. We can care about all the problems. You know, we, I've got unlimited, you know, you know, ability to, to care. You know, uh, someone building a, a small rock stack is not the most egregious thing, but you know what? It, it, it can it can be addressed. Uh, you know, it's it's not all. You know, so, sorry, the, the, I've got this cold, and it's, it's affecting my ability to, to think straight. That's but, uh, okay, no worries. You, you, know, you know what I mean? It's like, um, it's it's some some people think that you know we should reserve our, our attention for only the most egregious violations, but you know I, I think we can we can spread the spread the law of attention. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. And one person, you know, painting rocks or building a corn off where it's not supposed to be, is not that bad. But sure. a thousand people doing it, that's where you have impact on the trails. And if you curb the one person, you don't get a thousand people doing it. Exactly. 
and we see that in, in, in the National Park Service has been pushing this in, in really in the last couple of weeks have, is, yeah. is the rock stacking. And, um, you know, I, I did a post. It's actually one of my pinned posts on, on you know, because there are, you know, we, we rely on rock stacks, the National Parks and the Adirondacks to navigate. Correct. And so to manage herd trails and water crossings. Um, but, you know, when we build and when we tolerate the building of, you know, kind of road or I call them unsanctioned rock stacks. Um, then, you know, we take away from the meaning of the ones that are intended to be there. We, we distract from them, you know, but, but, but again, you know, you don't want to, I always say the harm of damaging a proper official rock stack is greater than letting an unsanctioned one stand. So I say, if you're not sure, let it be, let someone yeah. else worry about it. But, you know, for the most part, you know, you, you could generally tell, you know, the Adirondacks, our, our, our Karens are substantial i mean they're you yes. know four or five feet tall and right. you know if you tried to kick it you'd break your foot you know? <laughs> and um, they've saved our asses oh, a have. couple of times in the winter and then we were climbing oh, yeah. up algonquin and if those weren't there we would have been screwed because we were <laughs> not the brightest people sometimes but we were hiking <laughs> in the midst of uh there were 54 mile an hour gusts when we were hiking yep. up algonquin we couldn't see so we definitely relied on those for to navigate yeah, yeah and those are so we did you know we had a similar experience it was algonquin it was new year's eve not last year but the year before and i mean boy when you get above treeline on algonquin those those winds come up and yep. and you know it, a little bit of snow sure looks like a lot when the wind's whipping it around sure. um but yeah visibility goes to hell in a handbasket and uh yeah you, we were navigating stack to stack and just hoping i didn't end up over on iroquois you know um <laughs> But 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 yeah, so that uh, you're absolutely right. It's kind of back to your point is you know the the, the individual impact um, can, can have a viral impact where one person sees a rock stack in a stream and then another one appears, another one appears, um, or you know a lot of it on social media content. There's a lot of that. Oh, look at that picture. Where's that picture from? Oh, Indian head. Oh no, I'm gotta I gotta go yes. get that picture. Yes. I gotta go get that drone shot. <laughs> yep. um, there's a ton of that. So so yeah, we try to you know have counter messaging to that and, and get people to to think like you know. To, to, to stop for a second, like, is this something that, you know, the rest of the public that, that I share these lands with would approve of? Is this something I'm supposed to do? Because it's it's very easy to feel anonymous and, and alone in the woods. But when you see, you know, 7,000 people following the fun place, you realize that, you know, there's so many people that share that, that land and a love for that land that, you know, we owe it to, to all of us to kind of, you know, think it, th think about what we're doing to try to minimize our impact. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and it's a good rule of thumb for those listening. You know, the Cairns in the Adirondacks are mostly, if not all, above tree line, And it's if you can't find a blaze. So right. that's a good rule of thumb to know what is an official uh, rock stacker cairn as well. Now, uh, amongst all of the Adirondack Instagram pages, TikTok pages, et cetera, et cetera, um, Besides the official ones, you're one of the only Adirondack pages that does have the news. If, if I'm correct, is that yes. the one you've only seen? ADK Fun Police is the only one that does. Everyone else like has their pretty photos and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of photography accounts, and then some that I'm, you know, I'm very become very close with over the years. Uh, there's another guy who I don't think he's official. I think he's like Adirondack Mountain News. Okay, and he's okay. pretty good. Uh, I don't think he's officially affiliated with anyone, but I'm, I'm not sure. But he does a pretty good job of, of jumping on things. Um, you know, yeah. Um, but but yeah, no, I, I I agree, and that's kind of you know a lot of what I do. Like I I do, I do not currently live in the park. I'm just, I'm just over the blue line. 
Um, but, you know, I have a lot of people in the park that, that follow me and, and share, you know, what they're seeing with me. You know, the vandalism at, at Marcy Field, you know, someone messaged me and said, hey, did you hear about this? And I said, I haven't, but let me do a post. So I did a story that said, hey, anyone anyone heard about it? It was literally just a black background with white letters that said, anyone hear about mm-hmm. vandalism at Marcy Field? And within an hour, I got someone who sent me a picture of it. And then wow. someone else did a video of it. So, you know, there's a lot of, you know, those are all, a lot of my followers are kind of like, they're they're, they're essentially like freelance reporters yes. where they yes. you know, send me content and, and I'll, you know, I'll post it up. So it's kind of, in a way, it's a bit of a community messaging board, kind of moderated through through my voice a little bit. Um, you know, I try to do it that way because, again, with the, the, the followers that the account, the account has is, is a lot of Adirondack residents who are engaged in the park and, and are engaged in what's going on in there. So, you know, if, if just connecting them to, to resources or other eyes, um, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been helpful. Have you heard anything, um, any update about Marcy Dam, by the way? And what was the vandalism? Uh, it looked like someone uh, with a four-wheeler, maybe ATVs, okay. probably trucks, um, you know, doing donuts in the... Uh, pretty much all over the runway and where they have the uh, farmer's market uh, and just some serious, you know, four to five inch ruts, oh my God. Um, you know, hundreds and hundreds of feet of, of ruts. So the, the, the airfield is indefinitely closed and I know already it's affected. Um, it's affected, um, you know, the parking for the farmer's market. Um, I don't think it's affected hiker parking, um, but there's no shuttle this year anyway. So, um, you know, I don't know how many people park in there. I'm just like blueberry cobbles there. And, um, um rocky um but yeah so no, nothing new on that uh there's suspicion from the town that it's someone who's got a beef with the town that's been damaging town property but okay you know it, it, it'll come out you know someone yeah. will say something to someone and, and it'll it'll take sometimes it take time and uh you know I'm, I'm confident they'll get the guy though and I'm, I'm hopeful they will okay um so a couple of the posts that have caught our attention it seems like you have a lot of people from New Jersey and as two New Jersey <laughs> residents it it makes us cringe cringe and laugh and laugh when we go on yeah. to your account and we see two hikers from New Jersey dragging Adirondack chairs yeah. up to what mountain was that a slide down slide mountain, yeah. yes yeah. and then your meme um oh, was God. hilarious <laughs> oh, the the... That's yes. I love that clip anyway I can watch that all day <laughs> Oh, uh, that's from Borat, right? Yep, yep, that's Borat. Yep, <laughs> King yep. of the Castle. <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm a chair. It's, it's, it's just classic. I've, I've been waiting for the perfect time to use that one. That was that was perfect. That but, is the perfect you know, one. Our friends from Jersey, uh, you know, you guys get a bad rap, and it's it, it's it's in good fun. Um, but that that's something like that has like God, Jersey again, like really, like you just reinforced the stereotype, guys. Like, come on. You know, we um, see we you know we see it all the time because yeah. i am near new york city so we go out and and uh cranky here is closer to philly but um when we go out to the delaware water gap to do a hike a quick hike we see yep. it all the time we see the folks from the city going there we see our own brethren <laughs> going yep. there yep. and they cause such a fucking ruckus <laughs> and it's yep. Yep. oh we get so mad <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 and a lot of it is, you know, again, it's those expectations, you know, there's some spots, you know, Harriman State Park yes, and, yeah. you know, some spots in the Catskills where it's just, it's so, the, the user base is not your, you know, I don't want to say typical hiker, but it's a lot of people that are new to the outdoors or that are used to a more, you know, urban park experience. Like you go to Central Park or Prospect Park or any park in the city, 
and it's it's not like you're going to the Adirondacks. Right. You, you know, you even, dodge you know, bullets recently. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. My God, yeah, it's uh, I, I've got family down in the city, so it's uh, it's it's uh, yeah, well, well on my mind. Um, but uh, yeah, so so a place like you know. Harriman or or um, a lot of parts of the castle is kind of kind of absorbed that they filter people out because they are very accessible. But uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people. You, it, we, I do have a lot of followers from New Jersey that will comment, "Oh God, like you give us a bad rap and that sort of thing." So it, it is uh, it is kind of funny how it happens. But I, I think we had you know, there's a lot of hiker groups um, in New Jersey which should objectively be you know great sources of education and experience, but they become social media fests. You know, we've got these this you know hiker groups. I think it was called. Um, you know, with a group of, God, like, what was it, like, 60 people? Yes, that was going to be, thank you, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, and it's just like, that's that's too many. You know, yes. that's too many to, to, to have up there. It's, you can't all stay on the trail. I mean, there's all sorts of proven negative impacts. That's another thing where people will say, oh, what's the harm? But you know what? It's we, it's a rule. It's a law. We have it for a reason. You know, let's, let's, let's follow it or change the law, you know? Agreed. So we are going to start wrapping it up, but I did want to ask you and get your thoughts. And there's a million other questions that we could ask uh, when we'll we're not. <laughs> yeah, when we're not on the road. So we will have to do this again. Sure. But um, our last thing that we wanted you to comment on is what is your opinion of reservation systems and fees? <laughs> How much time do you have? <laughs> hey, go for it. Um, so, so reservations. Okay, we're gonna start. So, I, I kind of the the talking point, having been pretty immersed in that for the last, you know, you know, since they started the program. God, I guess this is the third season of it, or yeah, I think it's the yeah, third, second, so. or third. Yep. Um, you know, I am of the opinion that we have left a lot of stones unturned as far as education and enforcements um, to address the reasons people are in favor of permit systems. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, people talk about trail degradation, they talk about erosion, they talk about, you know, litter and all this other stuff. But you know what, what are we doing to people that are littering? Are we giving them tickets? Are we are we providing, you know, a trash can at the trailhead? Are we doing those steps to kind of in- intercept the wrongdoers, educate the wrongdoers before that negative impact comes out? I don't think we're doing enough there. And I don't think we can go to restrictions on public land until we've taken those steps. So per se, I'm not against reservations or, or permit systems where they are done thoughtfully and with the public's you know, interest in mind and, and there's really no other option. You know, I look at use restrictions on places like Catterskill Falls mm-hmm. in, in the Catskills, which is a place I'm very familiar with. And, and you, we had, they had to do it. They had to put no parking at the bottom because people were parking in the middle of the road. We had, we had children walking on the, on the side of a 55-mile-an-hour windy old-school road. You had to do it. There's no other way. Um, and, but you know what they did? To say, at the same time, they built some infrastructure. They built a better parking facility at the top of the falls. They built, you know, railings. They're not saying we should put railings in the park, but, um, you know, they, they invested in infrastructure. We um, should go check that out because yeah, we— Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long time, and the last time we were there, you're exactly right, coming back— uh, I was dodging little kids, weaving in and out of little kids while doing that windy road. So, totally yep, get it. Yep. So they they moved the parking, uh, the trailhead to the top uh, of the falls. Uh, there's a viewing platform. It, it's 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 a, it's a quite the uh, quite the investment they did. There's a big bridge over the over the creek now to access the uh, bridge over the over the creek now to access the uh, the escarpment trail back there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of resources. Anyway, anyway I'm, I'm digressing, but so. My issue, you know, I don't necessarily have a problem with a parking reservation system. You know, one of my, my beefs about 
the, the, you know, living an hour and a half, two hours from a lot of the trailheads is that it's very hard to park because people wake up earlier than me. You know, I can't wake up as early as I, as I used to. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's, it, it's, it's tough too. Um, you know, there's a certain part of the population that has that freedom to do that. You know, they don't have to work or family obligations. And, it, you know, it's great for them to be able to, hey, I'm going to get up at 3 in the morning. I'm going to get there. I'm going to have a great day in the mountains. And, and more power to them. Um, so I think a, a mix, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily opposed to parking reservations with a mix of, you know, day of, you know, walk-up spots, um, just allow people to plan ahead. Um, you know, people come from a long way around to, to go hiking the Adirondacks and, you know, for them to get to the trailhead and, you know, turned away. Not, not have a spot, you know, yep. granted, you always have a plan B and C. Um, but, you know, it, it, it affects the user experience. But, you know, what I have, let's talk about the permit system in the Adirondacks right now at AMR. This, they're called a res- parking reservation system. It's not a parking reservation system. It is a permit system. You cannot hike in there. You cannot walk in. You cannot get dropped off. You cannot bike in. There is no shuttle. You can only go there if you make a parking reservation. And, you know, let's let's not beat around the bush. You know, it's, it's AMR. They have a golf course. They have a lot of nice houses there. I think the initiation fee yep. to get in is like 30 grand or something. It's a place that I don't think is very, you know, I think if they could undo the easement, they probably would. Um, but they can't because it's our easement. Um, but in any event, yeah. So I, I think the the ulterior motives there is 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 about um, it's about restriction of access. And it's not about the trails. Um, if it was, they would have you know done other things. Um, you know, they've got a wacky system. We can mail in a request, or you can have a bus ticket. I mean, it's just it's just such a wacky system. It, it was half baked from the start. It's still half baked. Um, and there's so much more we could have done before getting to that point. I mean, that's that's the thousand foot view. I could go on and on about it, but um, that's that's the nuts and bolts of my feelings about the the AMR system. For sure, I think when we first started doing the Adirondacks, we did the first two mountains we did were the Wolf Jaws, and we went yep. through the AMR property yes. right before they started the permits. Yep. And yep. you know, we could definitely see on a summer day, on a weekend, yes, that place gets packed. But what, yep. we, what we what we saw in subsequent years is the parking on the road has now been blocked off. Yes, correct. Yep. The town does not want us to park there. And it was a legitimate parking. And why? Why make it even tougher on the poor hiker? Yes, and you're absolutely right there. So their, their whole argument was traffic safety, that people can't be parking there and walking up the road. Well, to my knowledge, there have been absolutely zero incidents yep. of hikers getting struck by cars in the five, ten years prior to them restricting that. Right. No one did a study. No one looked at speeds of people going through there. They just do a traffic safety because apparently people walking on the shoulder, it's too close to the cars. I don't know. People walk on the shoulder all the time. But you can um, do it so on Giant and Rocky Peak Ridge. Fine, right? Yep. Yep. I- exactly right. And, and, you know, we don't have a shuttle that stops at AMR. Why not? Well, because that's more traffic through there. They do not want traffic through that through Lake Road. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. Um, you, you know, you can't park at, um, you know, Roybrook across the street. Right across the right. street, you cannot park there and access AMR. You go into, into Roybrook, which what? is some great trails back there, um, but you can't walk in. You but can't walk across you, the street. You, you can't walk across the street, but you can buy a bus ticket, park at Roybrook, and then get in. So, you know, go, go figure. I, I, you know, I guess they were probably trying to make it more, more equitable by, by having the bus ticket thing. But it, just, it was just so silly. I mean, oh it's, just, it's just crazy. Yeah. And people have used it. People have used the bus ticket, and it works. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I guess 
I guess it's a way to beat the system, but it's a system that we shouldn't have to beat in the first place. Uh, you know, allow people to get dropped off. Let's make a system to, to, to for people to be able to be dropped off. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, if you don't want them driving up the golf course, well, then you know what? It's a public road. Buy it. You know, go to the town and get bigger, make, make it a private road. I mean, it's just um, like I said, I could go on and on about about the issues with that system. I mean, they did a survey uh, last year, the year before, and they have not released the results. And I suspect it's because the results were not were very hostile wanted. to the system. Yep. Y- you know, so I mean, they, uh, unless they're keeping their back pocket for something, but I know, I mean, I, you know, it's going to be, it's probably going to be a biased survey because I shared it to, you know, thousands of people who are generally like-minded and don't like the system. So they <laughs> all, I'm sure, made their voices heard as, as they should. Yep. Um, you know, and then what was the other? Oh, so then they, they just released this study. The Adirondack Council just released this study by the same company that's doing the DEC's uh, visitor use management study right now. And it studied the traffic, I think, for Marcy and Algonquin. Um, but it started doing a study right after the uh, permit restrictions kicked in. And so all these people that used to be spread out over all the, the peaks through AMR. in through the yes. lodge. Yeah. 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 So they spent 50 grand on this study, you know, to, to, do, to you know, prove this point. I'm like, well, you know, how convenient that we're now funneling yep. people to to ADK, you know, to the lodge. Yep. So, you know, we're going to wrap it up, but, um, as we are more libertarian minded and the problem with public land is when, um, everybody owns it, no one owns it. And what (laughs) ends up happening is those with the most influence end up controlling it, which is why we advocate more, um, like you mentioned, by the road, we advocate more um, privatization. It's interesting, yeah. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, so AMR is AMR. They, they are what they are. They're a private club. But let's look at, you know, the, the, the Mountain Club. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Adirondack Mountain Club. I think they do a fantastic yes, job of, I, of messaging education, Agreed. managing their trailheads. You know, yep. they are the shining example, I think, of, of, for organizations that, that do this sort of thing. They're very unique in that. Um so, so yeah, I mean that, that that's interesting. You know, I, I don't have a you know this is New York State. Like it's there's no secret. I mean you got you guys are in Jersey, so it's it's you know similar. There's a lot of bureaucracy. Oh yeah, and bureaucracy doesn't function. You know, it doesn't always function very well. You know, the Adirondack Park Agency, it's all political appointees. Yep. You know, it all it all flows uphill. Um, so, so so yeah, it's not you know what we have is not the you know the, the problem with privatization is, is something like AMR where you get you know exclusion, but. You know what we have in the Adirondack Park is is a very unique. It's a very unique park because a lot of it is private. It's private, right? But yep. we have easements and we have agreements That's and conservation right. easements that make it worthwhile to the public owners to, um, you know, to to allow the public on their land. We have recreational immunity, which you know makes them civilly immune to someone tripping and falling and breaking their ankle. So we do have incentives like that for people to open their land. Um, you, you know, and it's an interesting thought on, on how that, uh, could be, could be expanded. I mean, we have, you know, forever wilds, you know, so a lot of, you know, that stuff's never going to go into private hands, but, uh, you know, those are a lot of that is just unmaintained, untrailed, just, just forest. And I think it's something, something beautiful in that. Um, but no trailhead management, I think, uh, privatization is, has, has some interesting things to offer. Awesome. We definitely want to have you back on. We have to yeah. uh, wrap this up for today, but we yeah, definitely yeah. want to have you back on to explore some more of the memes and some of <laughs> um, you know the more humorous stuff that you've done, and then also get more into this. Like I enjoyed this last part of our conversation and would like to go further if you're willing to come back on at some point. 
Absolutely. Yep. You guys need the time, I'm there. As uh, long as our connection holds up. <laughs> yes, thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Yep, All right. Yep. Uh, well, Mike, Mr. ADK Fun Police, would you mind giving your socials? Uh, good question. What is it? What, what am I? I think I'm, uh, well, let me check. A yeah, ADK Sounds Fun like Police, <laughs> all one word on Instagram. I think I'm on that new thing, Thread or Threads or, or whatever it is. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, so so I'm, I'm on there too, but it's all just redundant to my Instagram content. So, yes, yeah, stick to Instagram. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we will share it far and wide for you. All right. Thank you so much, Sounds sir. Good, guys. I appreciate it. It yep, was have a good fun. Night. Have a great night. Yep. Bye-bye. All right, folks. Well, that was Mike, and uh, what a pleasure to chat with him and put a, uh, a voice to the page. And speaking of pages, Cranky <laughs> runs. Wasn't that a great segue? Yes. <laughs> that was just brilliant. And uh, I'm laughing my ass off because if you asked me to name the TikTok right now, I couldn't. <laughs> All right. First, I'll name the Instagram is rocks underscore and underscore roots underscore pod. TikTok is rocks underscore roots underscore podcast. Whew. All right. We are going to see Avengers Sevenfold tonight down in Camden. Wish us luck. Hope we don't die. And we'll talk to you soon. Ciao.